Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Meg Cabot, the best-selling author of the Princess Diaries series, as well as many other books for children, teens, and adults, including the Abandon and Airhead series, Allie Finkel's Rules for Girls, and the Heather Wells Mysteries. This spring, fans of the Princess Diaries books will get a chance to revisit the nation of Genovia in From the Notebooks of a Middle School Princess. It's out in May from Fywell and Friends, which is sponsoring this podcast. In the new book, readers meet Olivia Grace Clarice Mignonette Harrison, an ordinary 12-year-old living in New Jersey with her aunt and uncle. Olivia's mother died when she was young, and she's never met her father, but at the moment, her most pressing concern is the girl at school who wants to beat her up for some reason. But after Princess Mia Thermopolis shows up at Olivia's school in a limo, her life will never be the same. Meg, thank you for speaking with me. Oh, well, thank you for having me. So how and why did you decide to, to spin this series off in a way for a younger audience? You know, I have been thinking a lot about the series. It's been 15 years since the first book, and a lot of readers, of course, write to me and are asking what's going on with the characters, and I've taken some time off from it, and um, maybe having that time away has made me start thinking about what's been going on with Genovia, and as we know, there was a royal wedding not long ago in the British royal family, and it seemed to kind of go off without a hitch, and I was thinking about my character and how, you know, she might be getting married now, and really, you know, what would happen in her wedding, and and I thought there would probably be a, a huge, huge disaster, and maybe it would be a disaster that would turn out to be kind of a good thing because that's <laughs> kind of what happens with that, with that character and, and kind of with our lives that, that sometimes huge storms tend to produce sometimes good things like flowers grow from that. And so uh, that's kind of where I came up with this character of Olivia who, who might, you know, in a, in a royal way turn out to be a great thing, which is, so there's kind of a, a, a two-tiered story there, which is that Olivia is kind of a surprise family member who shows up at a time when um, Mia maybe needs her most. So, Okay. And are you thinking of, of this book and this series as maybe an, an entry into the Princess Diary books for, for readers who were too young for them? You know, so- Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I got, um, you know, there was a movie, obviously, a lot of people know there was a movie made from the Princess Diaries series that was rated G. It was a very young movie and the books are definitely not rated G. And I got so much flack from parents who took their, their little girls to see this this movie that was rated G and then the very first page I think of the book talks about French kissing. <laughs> and so I I was like this time when I when I write this version of uh, this princess story, it's going to be definitely something that parents can feel comfortable about buying for their kid and not have to address the question of French kissing because that is not anywhere on Olivia's mind. <laughs> not thinking about boys at this mm-hmm. time. And did you know from the start that you kind of wanted to stick with a, a diary or, in this case, journal-style uh, yes. format? Yeah. I love diary books. I love epistolary novels. And I uh, really enjoy kind of writing something that's just straight out of the person's mind of exactly what's happening at that time. And I actually have nieces now. I've, I've got a lot of nieces and nephews who are kind of that age. And I know that that's what they love. And they like to uh, doodle, of course, a lot. And I, I love to doodle. So this is my first illustrated books because uh, I've actually illustrated this. So she's writing in her in her notebook journal. And she's also doodling as she goes along. She loves to draw. So um, I added that as well as an art major in college. So this is my first time to really use that in a book that I've actually written. I was an illustrator in New York for a while before I started getting books published. So um, 
it's kind of a fun opportunity to do that. Yeah, that, very nice to see those in the pages. What um what medium you. are you uh, using? I use pen and ink, okay. um, which is I would have loved to do color, but that was never my really big specialty. I, I always was a pen and ink girl, and um, it's really fun to be able to do. That. It's very different than the writing side because it's actually something you can do while people are all in the room with you and you can like do the drawings and people are talking to you which was, I thought was very fun it's a little more social than the writing mm. do you still keep up with illustration do you do it as a as another sort of creative outlet or was it just something that felt I right for this? Okay. no I do I, I like to draw um and kind of sketch when I'm I'm you know, at the beach or in a cafe and people are talking, I like to do that. Just kind of, I mean, I'm a doodler. It's something that I've always done. And, um, you know, and I wanted to be an illustrator when I moved to New York City. It's a very competitive field, though. So I had some problems getting work. I got a little work, but just not enough to support myself, which is, you know, basically the same as writing. So it's a very similar field. But I ended up getting published, really, writing-wise, before my illustration career ever took off. So I was, you know, I was certainly happy about it, but it's something that I always missed kind of being able to do uh, for a living. So I'm very happy that this book has kind of afforded me a chance to do that. So of course, this is not your, you know, your first time writing for this age group. There was, you know, the Ellie Finkel books, of course. Uh, do you feel like you have a particular affinity for readers who are at this age and the age uh, yeah. Olivia is in the book? Yeah, that middle grade kind of time of life is when, especially with girls, you start getting a lot of, you know, maturation at, at different times. So some girls are, you know, starting to get interested in crushes um, and other girls are maybe not so much. They're still kind of interested in games of imagination. And so you do kind of get some pure kind of bullying even in, in a way. I get a lot of mail from readers who are you know, loving the Ali Finkel books. And a lot of them are requesting more fighting. Can you have more fighting between the girls? Because that's happening a lot um, in school because they're kind of trying to find out who they are. And um, I just think it's so funny because I remember that time period where, you know, a girl was your best friend one day and then maybe the next day she hated you and you had no idea why. And it was so traumatizing. So I love writing about that time period because you just, uh, in life, because you just don't know from day to day what, what's going to be happening when you get to school. And it can be great and it can also be uh, truly not so great. So you really find out who your true friends are and it's a great time mm -hmm. and uh, meanwhile as you mentioned a little earlier you're taking princess diaries series into the adult publishing world for the first time yes Yes, exactly. Well, my readers who started out 15 years ago with uh, Princess Mia have now, um, many of them, I hear from them, they are entering the workforce. Many of them have become teachers and librarians themselves. Some of them are even moms. And so um, they're getting married. And it's really exciting to kind of take Mia into that world too. So she is, you know, now uh, has a job and she's opened a teen community center and she's very, uh, she's, she's getting more mature, but she still has a lot of those anxieties, especially of course, cause she's Royal. So her kind of the burdens that she's carrying are maybe tenfold <laughs> the anxieties that many of us are feeling as adults, uh, because she has the weight of a country kind of <laughs> upon her shoulders and she's getting married too. And her wedding is going to be broadcast in front of the entire world. So she's got a little more anxiety than a lot of people do when they're planning their wedding. So, and you know, princesses are not exactly, uh, strangers to picture books. Uh, could you ever see yourself taking princess diaries even younger, or do you think this is maybe it for now as far as this new series? 
you know, I was after the last Princess Stories book, I was like, I'm never going to do this again. And then <laughs> some time went by and I started getting all these new ideas. Um, I love writing about families. And so this, the notebooks book about Olivia is really a book about family and kind of how families are so diverse and, and interesting. And so you never know. I, I feel like every time I say I'm never going to do something again, I, I end up doing it a few years later. So mm-hmm. I, I can't say that anymore. You're speaking of uh, family, you know, readers learn early on in the book that Olivia is uh, biracial. Did you know early on that you wanted to maybe introduce a bit of uh, diversity to the Genovian uh, royal family? I did, yeah. I thought that they needed a little color. I actually come from a family where I have a biracial brother, and that was always uh, part of my growing up, and I thought that that's something that, you know, just... I don't, I'm not saying that I'm Mia because we actually don't have that much in common. She's <laughs> a vegetarian. People are always like, oh, you know, how much of Mia is you? And I'm like, very little because I'm not a vegetarian. And although I am, I do have a lot of uh, her same anxieties. I'm a total hypochondriac and, and things like that. But I did think, you know, it would be kind of in keeping with the character of her father who, <laughs> who is kind of gallivanted across the, the world. And, he, and in the book about Olivia, it's becomes clear that he has met this very exciting charter jet pilot who is Olivia's mother, who, um, you know, in his travels, she has flown him around the world. And in the movie of the books, uh, he is married to Mia's mother, but actually in the books, they've, they've never been married. And Mia's mother has rejected him and does not want to become a princess of Genovia. That life would be too stifling for him. So it seems like he's attracted to those kind of ladies. And it turns out that he has another daughter that no one ever knew about because it her mother, like Mia's mother, didn't want her daughter to be raised in the spotlight of, uh, you know, a royal. So it, it kind of makes sense that she would have this other sister that had been hidden away in New Jersey. <laughs> and, uh, you know, going back real quick to the idea of this series sort of existing for three different ages of audiences, do you feel like your approach to writing and to storytelling changes depending on who you're writing for? Or is it across the board kind of similar? The language changes. I think not that it becomes more advanced or more, um, you know, difficult. I don't have swear words in the, <laughs> in the books for the little kids because that would not be appropriate. Um, I don't have kids myself, so sometimes I need a little coaching with that because, you know, I hear, I hear kids talking. And I'm like, well, they're fine with swear words. And then I'm told, no, no, that's, that's not, that, no, they're not supposed to be talking that way. So um, I, and I, um, in the books for the older people, I do kind of obviously have a little more sophisticated uh, romance. There's no romance in the in the books for the younger kids, because I don't think they're, they're not really interested in that until a certain point. So Olivia has not got a crush or anything. She's got too much going on in her life right now. She's just found out she's a princess and she's going to move to Genovia or not. She has to decide in the book what she wants to do, but she's right now kind of more interested in, uh, you know, getting to know this new family. And she's very interested in drawing and, and animals. She's a huge animal fan, which is what I was in those days. Um, and so I think that that kind of thing, you want to keep the kind of the subject matter, you know, what, what that age level is interested in. So it's more of that kind of thing. And now this book only spans a couple of days. So do I, it's safe to say that there's a, a lot of Olivia's story uh, left to tell? Yes, there is. She, uh, we, we, you know, we're getting her to Genovia at the end of the book, and then there is a sequel that I'm working on right now, where she's actually in Genovia. She has to go to princess school and prince school. There will be princes there as well, and 
you know, it's very exciting since I'm illustrating it. And this is kind of a different angle for me because I haven't uh, illustrated my own stuff before. Um, and it's very liberating because I actually get to draw what I want <laughs> instead of what somebody's telling me to draw. So I'm like, you know, when she gets to princess school, she's actually going to be changing clothes because in this book, she's wearing her school uniform throughout the entire book. And I got a little tired of drawing, you know, the pleated schoolgirl skirt and the little tie. So in this new book, she actually gets to be wearing beautiful princess clothes and um, she gets a horse. It's very exciting, so um, just readers can look forward to that. Very I'm nice. looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it also sounds, uh, speaking of things to look forward to, it sounds like there's going to be some events and contests and promotions and things like that going. Uh, yes, I'm so excited, yeah. What's planned? Can you talk about it? Yeah, this is very excited. I've really always... I looked forward to working with Jean Fywell because, you know, I have uh, author friends who've worked with her and I've always heard such great things. And so Macmillan is, is just, it's a wonderful place to be working and they are giving away a, okay, so you, you enter this essay contest. Unfortunately, you have to be under 14. So, so I, should, <laughs> I should not go enter this. No, I, I was very sad for you. You have to be under 14. But if you write a little, I think it's 200 word essay on what you would do if you found out you were a royal. Okay. So the competition is going to be pretty tough because you got to come up with something very creative. Uh, you can win a bedroom makeover from Pottery Barn. And it's, it can, you know, it can be Pottery Barn kids or teen. It's not just pottery. Because some people were like, I don't want like that kind of furniture. I want, you know, more the teen, the fun teen stuff. But yes, it's all. All the different pottery barns. Um, I think it's uh, $2,500. I mean, wow. that's a lot. You can get a lot of really good stuff from Pottery Barn for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been making little suggestions of like you could say, you know, you if you found out you were royal, you would, you know, save all the animals in your town and make, you know, have them all live in a castle. Or you could, uh, what was something that I said? I would take uh, the garbage dump and plant it over with beautiful flowers or and then put like a giant water slide on top of it and, you know, slide down. That probably wouldn't be uh, environmentally safe, probably, if there's toxicity. But, you know, whatever. Use your imagination. There's all sorts of things you could do. And so it sounds like you'll also be uh, making some appearances going out on tour as well? Yes, I'm going to be going all over the country, visiting bookstores and schools and book festivals and libraries, um, introducing everyone to the newest Princess of Genovia. And it's really exciting. I can't, I can't wait. We have some really great tiaras that we're going to be handing out. They're not, I hate to say it, they're not real diamonds, <laughs> but they are paper. So they look like, you know, paper diamonds. They're real paper. (laughs) They're real paper cut to look like uh, real diamonds. And, um, you know, just uh, we're going to be having a lot of giveaways from our website. And, um, you know, you could probably win some books and definitely win um, some tiaras. So it's going to be really exciting. And uh, you mentioned you were working on the sequel. are, Are there other projects, other books you're staying busy with right now, too, that you can talk about? You know, not that I can talk about. There's also some, some movie stuff I'm not allowed to talk about. It's very exciting, and uh, it's kind of – I don't like to jinx stuff by talking mm-hmm. about it. that always, you know, then people keep asking you about it, and then in the end, it doesn't work out. But then sometimes it does. All right. Well, we'll, we'll stay tuned anyway for that. Um, and thank anyway, thank you again for speaking with me, and congrats on the book. Well, thank you so much, and I'm, I'm so happy that a lot of this would never have happened if it weren't for my fantastic readers. So I want to thank all of them because it's just been really great. It's been really the best thing that's ever happened to me. Hmm. Once again, I've been speaking with Meg Cabot, who's From the Notebooks of a Middle School Princess, is out in May from Fywell and Friends. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. Cast.